and then we pick one final last man standing who could like win it all. And then all the episodes get combined for the final Mumble Wumble Jam, and we find out who the Mumble Wumble Jam winner is. Now it's Mumble Wumble. What? I, I stumble over <laughs> these every fucking time. I finally thought I I thought I had a handle on Rumble Double Jam. Now it's Mumble Wumble. We Mumble. specifically named the tournament so Brian could never say it. That's how me and Andy came up with it. It's fucking. He terrible. can't say like "Hello, podcast people," so we knew he couldn't say Rumble Double Jam. Rumble and then Double Jam. I don't jam. even say it right ever. It's the fact that they say it so fucking quick. I can't get a handle on it. I can't. I don't have Rumble that speed. Jam. I already got it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Go back and listen to the first one we did this because I I can't fucking do it. <laughs> I don't think you ever said it. I, I just kept mumbling it and hoped it sounded correct. Welcome to another episode of Brian and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Mike Romano. Well, I don't still don't know why you can't say Rumble Double Jam, but we'll, okay. We'll get there. And Ian Leidick. Now listen up. Let's say you drink too much strawberry milk and have to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. But it's cold outside <laughs> your bed. You don't want to get up, but the urge to urinate is just too strong. You make up your mind to go. You run to the bathroom, stand in front of the toilet, and let loose. You think that all your life has led to this moment. But then, you realize, it isn't the bathroom. You're still in bed. That feeling of lukewarm wetness spreads like wildfire. But then, you don't stop. You can't stop. That's what I'm talking about. That's the truth of the strawberry milk. Do you get it? <laughs> I, I just want to make it clear. I think Ian should write and illustrate children's books. <laughs> I, I, I don't think, think that, so. I think, <laughs> book, book of googly eyes. <laughs> it's, it's a great, yeah, with a googly eyes attachment, you can definitely put those on the cover of the book. Oh, they, they get detached. That's what they're there for. <laughs> they detach and they get everywhere. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to write that story? Ten years. And that is a quality story for ten years. It's not that impressive when I say ten years, is it? <laughs> You're like, wow, it's just... Bang that it's out how you read minutes. it. You read it very animated. Thank you. It's very, very good. It's on my sizzle reel. <laughs> Check me out at www.sizzlereel.en.com. Oh, please be a thing. Uh, all right, so I wasn't <laughs> quite sure uh, what to do this week, and then uh, I sort of remembered how much fun we had when we did our first uh, Battle Royale discussion, or I, I think as Ian and Andy were calling it, the Rumble Dumble Jam, right? I yeah, got, I, I got a good that time. once. I did it. Chalk that up. Uh, so, uh, in case you haven't listened to that episode, what we'd sort of do is we'll just present a battle royale scenario with at least three characters. They don't all have to be from the same thing. It's probably actually more fun if they're all random. We can sort of figure it out from there. Uh, but if they prefer to, if people prefer to present a scenario or a theme or something like that, we can totally roll with that too. Uh, the only thing we're going to try to do is hopefully we've all picked something that, uh, at least characters that everyone knows, so we don't have anybody not knowing who someone or something is for these fights. It makes it hard to debate that way. 
Um, and as we did the first time around, I think we'll try to keep track of the winners from each of these battles, and then we'll move the winners on to a final battle where we'll have one final man standing who we would think will hopefully last through everything else. Um, kind of hoping this episode ends up on the shorter side. I'm ballparking maybe about an hour. Uh, I want to make sure I have space to upload other episodes this month. So we might only get through one or two battles a person this time. We'll see how quickly we get through them. And, uh, where we go. Um... Kicking things off, I'm actually going to start. We sort of talked beforehand. So I have two battles that were submitted from people that have actually guessed it on the show before. Uh, so the first one we got is from Josh Zorich, who wants to do who? some Harrison Ford battle. You know Josh. Don't act like you don't. <laughs> oh, that's the only loyal kid. listener to the show. Props to Josh. Uh, he's in uh, movies, and he likes he, um, going to movies for only nine ninety nine. <laughs> That that was a discussion we had. Yes, That's a callback. That is a callback. Good, good job. Thank way to way to make the listener want to go back and listen to more. Yes, Josh, uh, go back and listen to that episode. That's <laughs> true. To. Yeah, Josh, listen to the one again that you were on from just last week or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Oh, he was on last week too, so it doesn't really matter. Five weeks. Who cares? But yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> you know, it's all good. Josh. <laughs> uh, so the battle he presented was Harrison Ford characters all thrown into a pit. Which one is the last man standing? So we have Indiana Jones. Han Solo, Deckard from Blade Runner, Jack Ryan, President Marshall from Air Force One, and Dr. Richard Kimball from The Fugitive. Han Solo, because Han shot first. That's a he can shoot bomb. first. Will, be, will he be the one to shoot last? Will he be the last one standing? He'll shoot first and last. <laughs> I feel like Indy and Deckard could give him a run for his money. But they're in a pit. Indy's only got a whip. Indy's got a gun too. Eh, that's 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 like a a, a hand, that's like a pistol, like old he has, technology. Yeah, he's got a six shooter. We're talking shooter. laser blast. Not, not a laser gun, but he's got does a he six got shooter. Does, does he have Chewie's crossbow crossbow blaster thingy? No, we'll rule that out. No, nope, but Han Solo's what the hell is Han, Han Solo's blaster. Han Solo's blaster only. Well, I can't really say much about the Blade Runner guy because I, I actually it's been forever since I watched Blade Runner. I don't even so think I he shoots too remember. much in that. He does a lot of detective work, but he's not. Doesn't he have has too a gun. much action. I know he has yeah. a gun. He eventually shoots someone, but he doesn't have a lot of shooting moments in that movie. Well, Han Solo, Han Solo shoots a lot of people and misses a lot of people, so <laughs> we might have to rule, rule Han out right off the bat. Plus, he let his son kill him. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's got a soft spot. Indy's so if like Indiana snakes. Jones walks up to Han Solo and is like, "Hey, you look like me," he's just gonna let him take him out. Yeah. But then Han Solo could have a snake in his hand. That's Indy true. Ain't gonna do, Indy ain't gonna deal with that. That's true. Who else are we talking about? <laughs> Some uh, Jack Ryan. Jack yeah, Ryan's out. President from Air Force One. Why? He's out too. Why? Why do you think he's out? He's the president. He, he's, he can't fight. Yeah, he's fucking president. He threw people off fight. his plane. Get get off he's, my plane. he's handy with a gun. <laughs> he he can he can handle himself. He shouldn't shoot guns in a plane in the first place. Which is true, but life or death, come on. It makes for a terrible action movie if you can't shoot guns inside of a plane. You could literally do anything else but shoot a gun, and it's still really cool. You get some like, good knife fights. Yeah. Bare knuckle brawl. I can't remember if they have knife fight, knife, a knife fight in that movie. Have you ever seen a martial arts movie? I've seen that movie, too. A what? Martial arts movie? Zero no, guns. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the Air yeah, Force the- One movie. Yeah, there was a knife fight in Air Force One. I know, but I'm saying you like you said you gotta shoot a gun to have a good action movie in this airplane. I'm like you could have martial arts fights. 
All right, okay, point taken. But the pres- yeah. President Marshall is not a martial art. Mar- Mar- I can't even talk now. Martial oh my artist. God. <laughs> <laughs> but Mumble <laughs> President Marshall is not a martial artist. There, I said it. Okay, I got it out. We're good. Uh, so yeah, we can't we can't take martial arts into the, into the account if he's not a martial artist. Did we did we say also the dude from uh, Fugitive? Yes, Richard Kimball. He's out. He's dead. <laughs> I don't remember like what type of like action. Like he didn't really have any. He was fist. a doctor. Yeah. All right, so we're all or right. Like a we're dentist, out Richard Kimball. Yeah, he's out already. He's first one to go. <laughs> Just because he sucks. <laughs> that's that's the worst Harrison Ford character. Uh, do you think Jack Ryan will last any longer? Or you think he's out early too? I mean, if it's the Chris Pine Jack Ryan, maybe he's hanging in there. But since we're talking Harrison Ford, no, he's out. Well, even even Jack Ryan as a character, he's not known for you know he's behind the scenes. He's a desk guy. He's he's, he's not like eye. action guy. I don't I don't when I think of Jack Ryan, I don't think of someone with a gun trying to shoot in hand to hand combat and stuff like that. Well, that's that's why we just gotta load you know just take out anybody that doesn't have a weapon. All right, so are we leaving President Marshall with that logic? He ain't had no weapon. I mean, he uses weapons in the movie. He can uh, handle. He doesn't a weapon. come with a weapon. Okay, so, so this, they're not this is like armed. action figure stuff, like in the box. What comes with them? <laughs> President don't come with one. But if it's an action figure based on an action movie, where he, he don't wields have guns, he's got a in an action movie. He's got a briefcase and escape pod. That's it. <laughs> and uh, and he, he's got no. <laughs> well, Ian, you wait, chime in? Is, is, does he come with a Secret Service agent, though? Hmm. Secret Service agents didn't do shit for him in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Does Han Solo get Chewbacca? No. I mean, they're a package deal. And the Millennium Falcon. I mean, this that's is, just, that's, this is just I mean, Harrison it, Ford characters. It's a package deal to me, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> so do we give Indiana Jones short round, then? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like Dr. Jones! Round. Dr. Jones! <laughs> uh, Ian, you got any opinions? Well, here? I think the big thing is, is Deckard is out. He's gonna immediately be freaking out because of all the replicants surrounding him. He won't be able to process this. <laughs> this is very true. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. <laughs> so, I mean, suddenly, if he's the real hair, like if if that's him, as soon as he sees all these people looking like him, they obviously are are cloned robots. And that's not even the worst part. What if he starts doubting himself and he thinks he's the replicant? Questioning his, his own explodes. humanity. And I, I think with that kind of existential crisis happening inside your own brain, you're no longer an effective fighter. Well, do you think he would freak out and just go, like, homicidal and kill everybody? Or do you think he, he'd freak out and kill himself, oh, he, thinking I think, he's a replicant? I think that's what happens at first. He freaks out, gets a couple shots. That's how we lose the president. That's how we lose the fugitive. That's how we lose whatever Jack Ryan. Who cares about those guys anyways? Like, yeah, because <laughs> Han's back chilling out. Han's having a drink. He's like, eh, you guys do what you gotta do. Indy's looking for something. You know, maybe a boulder to help him out with or something. <laughs> you know, trying to find out if there's no snakes. He's Indy's looking, for, looking for traps to spring on everyone else. Yeah. So that le- that leaves Decker to take out the rest, and then it leaves the three of them. Then All Decker right, so kills himself because he, he freaks himself out. He Because mm-hmm. he, he just killed a whole bunch of himself, and then he killed himself. Because <laughs> they start bleeding, so he realizes they weren't replicants, which means he is And then the he replicant. thinks he is one. Yeah, so he shoots himself. He's yeah, done. Done out. Self. <laughs> and then and then we got we got. So Han, the main fight that we'd all expect is Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that's, I think we're thinking you, when you present this argument, you're always expecting those two to be the final two. Well, because they're the most popular. Well, yeah. Fair, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the money on this show. <laughs> all right, so between Indiana Jones and Han Solo, who. Well, okay, so if Han Solo is shot last, then Han Solo wins. You don't think Indy will get any good shots off with a six shooter? No, Indy's a terrible shot. He killed a couple people with his gun. He killed like one guy like two feet away from him. That's like the true. only one I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. So I mean, but Han's got unlimited ammo, so I think he wins in a battle of attrition. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's got six. And he's only got a six shooter. And he didn't. Han's bring got ammo. a six million shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think Han wins. Like worst case scenario, he'll roll and dodge a bullet and then shoot him, and it's over. Like, I think that's how that plays out. He doesn't even need the six million. He doesn't want the six million. Maybe he, you know, Indy might wing him. But that's it. Oh, yeah. You know, get a little clip on. But that's it. Like, maybe, like, you know, hit him in the arm, shoulder, maybe in the leg. But then Han just... Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Because I guess the, <laughs> the, the whip from Indiana Jones, you got to get close. And I don't know if Han Solo would let himself get that close. He no, Han's get too close smart to anyone. Not even his son. You were going there, weren't you? <laughs> what, except for Force Awakens? Yeah. <laughs> Look what happens when he does it. He knows the feelings of betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I think I think Han Solo's probably a fair point. I think I think he's the one that would probably make it out alive. In these conditions, yeah, I think there's almost no doubt. Alright, so we're going with Han Solo as our first victor. Uh, alright battle number two who wants to go Ian or Mike Ian. <clears throat> yeah. so as as you listeners don't know I've been talking to Brian about the three kingdoms a lot Yeah, that's the romance happened. of the three kingdoms of second century China very very <laughs> well known story so uh, my topic of course my four fighters are all well known wizards so I'm leading <laughs> off with Merlin I believe we all know Merlin the guy who helps out King Arthur Yes. Okay, make True. it short, because yes. people don't know who Lubu is, but we know who Merlin is. Who? Lubu! Yeah. Oh my, the greatest general of the Three Kingdoms! <laughs> the man is unto <laughs> death himself! <laughs> Possibly... The sad thing is, I don't know if he actually just knows this, or if he just is sticking so hard to this joke that he actually looked up shit about the Three Kingdoms, and is just spouting <laughs> facts because he thinks he's fucking great. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a little bit of both. Make up any name that's not English. You'd be like, "Yeah, that's a Three Kingdoms character." Well, that's true too. He could just be completely BSing us the whole time, and I'd never know the difference. That's a little. That's a little racist. Okay. I, I apparently do that a lot when I say my Japanese names when people don't realize they're actual shows. <laughs> so moving on to contestant number two, probably the most famous contemporary wizard, Harry Potter. Okay. Following okay. that up with, I think, I think a strong choice here. The Wizard of Oz himself, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and I think really, It wasn't actually a wizard. Okay, cool. And I think truly the, the greatest... He just picked it because wizard is in the name. <laughs> You're going to like this next one. <laughs> Corey Woods, the wizard from Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one way to stick to a wizard theme. <laughs> 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 I, I, 
I got nothing. I mean, hands down, the wizard from the wizard has to go, right? No, wait, wait, wait. He's got all that power glove. He attaches his Nintendo NES light gun from the Duck Hunt game. Out of nowhere, Merlin casts a spell. It's now a real gun. He is now locked and loaded, ready to kill. Why would Merlin give his competitor the ability to shoot out of a fake gun? Because Merlin's a dick. Classic Which is Merlin. why I feel like he would backstab and kill everybody. That, that's the plan. He's going to use this this whiz, the wizard, the titular wizard. The I feel like you the just want the wizard to be able to do something, so you're justifying it. No one ever said I couldn't do that. <laughs> so, now we got the wizard Corey Woods. You probably didn't even know that was his name. You were probably like, he's going to say not. Fred Savage. Fuck Fred Savage. <laughs> Corey Woods is lighting him up, so I think he takes out the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> who I believe is named the Wizard of Oz and nothing else. <laughs> he takes him out early. So while Merlin's cracking a cold, nice mead, I don't know if you crack those, I guess you crack the cask open to pour the mead. So Merlin's cracking open a nice cask of mead, sitting back watching this go down as the Grand Wizard of his time. So now you got <laughs> Corey Woods, the Wiz from Wizard, one-on-one against Harry Potter, the most famous contemporary wizard. I always have to give him that full title. Corey Woods, the Wiz from the Wizard. (laughs) You really put a lot of thought in it. It's so terrible. It's so wasted. Like, he could could be doing so much better things with his time. So, (laughs) Harry Potter, as we all know, (laughs) is a weakness. And that weakness... It's not only brown-haired and red-haired women, but also <laughs> fighting non-wizards. He's he's terrified of the muggles from his childhood being tortured and bullied. He never actually goes after any muggles and tries to get real revenge on them. So, once he realizes that Cory Woods, the wiz from the wizard, is merely a muggle and not an actual true wizard, he's going to be unsure of what to do. Can he even show this Cory Woods? That wizards are real, because that would go against the rules of Hogwarts, and Harry just don't want to get banned from school in his sixth year. He's so close to graduating, he's not giving that up. So he thinks, what can I do? I can't use magic. What do you think he does, gang? (laughs) (laughs) So of course he pulls out his sword from the Chamber of Secrets. The wizarding sword, as we call it. And now he's going one-on-one against Cory Woods, the wiz, from Wizard with a Gun, with his wizarding sword. (laughs) <laughs> the longer he talks the more ridiculous this gets okay thank you <laughs> the wizard harry potter with his wizarding sword strikes hard and fast and deep into the heart of cory woods the wizard from the wiz and, and i feel like the whole goal of this was like how many times can i mention the word wizard in a 10 minute wiz. period <laughs> I'm sponsored today by wizard.com. That's <laughs> a wizard merchandise there. Lots of hats and hoodies. Uh, use merchandise code uh, FlappyGirlcock for uh, 10% off. <laughs> so, as Harry strikes hard and deep into the heart of Corey Woods, the wizard from the Wiz, Merlin decides to stop stricking down that nice cold wizard bead <laughs> and decides to step in. It finishes off our our only other remaining opponent, Harry Potter, with a simple fire spell. Incineration, he says. As Harry Potter turns into ash, leaving behind only his phoenix wand and his wizarding wizard sword. 
I believe that's how the battle would play out in Sirius' <laughs> opinion. Again, he does tell a very animated story. I, I can't. I can't disagree with this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has to come down to Merlin and Harry Potter. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't the, think I'd give as much credit to the Wiz from the Wizard. <laughs> does Harry Potter? I'm going to make Josh proud. Does Harry Potter have the Resurrection Stone? Does Does he have the Deathly Hollows? Let's put it that way. No. He doesn't have any of them. No, no invisibility cloak. No wand. No older wand. No, he has no, a normal No wand. resurrection stone. He's got his Do you have his wand. resurrection stone? No. Fuck, oh, he's screwed then. Because <laughs> Harry Potter won't kill nobody. He just does that stupefy thing and just knocks him out. If he misses, he's done. Sorry, I was just watching Harry Potter with Jess. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Harry Potter overload right now. <laughs> Isn't it weird? He's kind of like that, like guy like not like a bounty hunter or something but he's always about disabling them and then waiting for the real police to show up he doesn't actually handle the problem he's just like scooby-doo in the gang oh capture them oh i'm asking oh no it's another voldemort and then waits for the police to like arrest the guy that's all he does i so i i i think i gotta i gotta go with merlin because i don't think merlin i mean merlin was back in the day you know where people kill or be killed so merlin i got no problem just be like whap you're done Game over. I'm going with Merlin. The Merlins have. Yeah, it, I don't Brian. know if I'd. I I, <clears throat> I don't know if I'd follow the same chain of events as Ian, but I agree. I think Merlin's the one that comes out on top because you're right. I don't think Harry Potter goes for the kill shot. No. And the other two not being wizards, they're not going to last too they long. They are literally titled wizard in their own film. <laughs> they are the titular wizards of the respective franchises. That may be true. There's still no magical powers associated with them. Regardless of what the hell dickhead Merlin you think you, is going to do. Have you ever seen a man play a perfect game of Donkey Kong? I think not, sir. <laughs> I think not. In real life or in the movies? <clears throat> well, the only time I've seen it done is in uh, King of Kong. A documentary. That's true. That That is one place. You're forgetting Pixels. I think they did that in Pixels, too. Pixels. And I sadly did. I've watched that like ten times. I did, I still don't like it. It amuses me for some stupid reason. I think it's the music. <laughs> the, you know, the 80s nostalgia and the, the video game I, stuff is good. I think that's what it is. I think that's all it is. Just like the, the whole nostalgia of it is, is what entertains me. You're going to yeah, love I can't, Ready Player I, One. I hope so. Yeah, that's a, that's a hope. There's a bunch of wizards in that. There's like a million wizards. And they all wizard. <laughs> well, hopefully we can come back to this conversation after all those wizards come out in the movie and... We'll have some other stuff to, to talk about. That's not even my best one, so oh, you guys are missing out. <laughs> all right, so I guess we've all agreed. Merlin is the one that comes out on top here. Good job, Merlin. Merlin? Okay. Team, team Merlin. <laughs> team Merlin. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike, uh, you're up. All right, so we all know I'm a Spider-Man fan, so I was thinking about this. Spider-Man only, not Peter Parker. We would leave Peter Parker out of this, Okay. Out of the three movies, which one wins? The three series. So you got Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. Who wins in a fight? Ooh. Spider-Man only. Does this take place like after like their last movie in their franchise, or like an? Yes. End? Okay. So I'm liking Tobey Maguire. So, Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3, Andrew Garfield from Amazing Spider-Man 2, and Tom Holland from Homecoming. Yes. 
Gollum was the one I feel like that that's an actual adult, just because he would have the full capabilities of his spider manning powers. I said I didn't think about that. Not... However, Tom Holland, Tom Holland Spider Man has a Tony Stark teched out spider suit, but he also doesn't have spider sense yet. And he's very. But that's new what to the this. text for. I feel like there's got to be tech in there that tells you shit's coming at you. I think I think that did happen in the movie. Yeah. And even if it didn't, like, you could explain it away. Like, well, there's tech in there for this. There's tech in there for that. Whether or not you actually see it or not. All right, so let's like, take out Let's take out the tech. We go back to Tom Holland's original Spider-Man suit. His hoodie thing. Ugh. Take out the tech. No tech involved. That'll make it a little harder. I gotta go with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's tall and lanky, which gives him the reach on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. However, between... Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield, they both have man-made web shooters, so if it is a web uh, long-range battle, they could run out of fluid. Tobey Maguire's are all in his wrist. He could he could shoot as much webbing as he... I'm, this is getting worse the more I talk about it. How much white spider liquid <laughs> can he shoot? <laughs> that's where I was... That's when I, yeah. Yeah, Tommy McGuire's got the infinite supply, so <laughs> that's just something to keep in mind. He's got that Spider-Man white juice flowing in his veins. That's, that's the stuff. <laughs> feel yeah. it coming through him. It's a Tobey Maguire fan that shoots out white spider liquid all the time thinking about him. I think he has the clear advantage of this fight from being a full-grown man shooting out white spider liquid. I should have never went the webbing route because <laughs> now this is going to be... We're never going to escape the white spider liquid. I, I just opened up the can of worms, the can, <laughs> can of white spider liquid worms. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think, I don't think it could be Tom Holland with just the hoodie. I think this, the suit with the tech, I think gives him the gives him the advantage. I'll agree to that. Yeah, if he had. So if suit. it comes down to Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, I don't really know who to go for. Which one do you think would win in a fist fight? Like, as the actual Andrew person, Garfield. not even the Spider-Man. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. No, yeah, Tobey Maguire, probably. I feel like Tobey can take him. Andrew Garfield seems like one of those little, like, little bitchy, I'm gonna wear a man bun kind of fag <laughs> in real life. Well, that's the thing. This isn't a fight in real life. This is a Spider-Man fight. But, I feel like, but like, looking at their physiques, like, that's, like, it translated to the... Sp- they both have the Spider-Man abilities, so you... Cancel out the bonus with Spider-Man and have to go with, like, their actual physique, I think, to decide which one would be the better fighter. They both get the Spider-Man bonus, so you cancel it out, you know? I mean, Tobey Maguire took a beating. I mean, Tobey Maguire, we know Tobey Maguire can take a punch. Because he gets the shit kicked out of him in every single movie he's in. <laughs> I mean, he really does. Let's let's face it. He does. He gets the shit kicked out of him in just about every movie. Well, do you think that's, one, he could take a beating, or two, he's terrible at spider man Ooh. Ooh, that is good. That's a twist there. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Early on, it's because he's like a terrible Spider-Man and just kind of like a terrible person. <laughs> and then it evolves into like, they just kind of overpowered his enemies, I think, for a bit. Like a, like a power jump just to make him seem like super weak again. Yeah. Like, I think I think where he was at, they shouldn't like, he should have had that much issue with even Doc Ock. Like, it shouldn't have been that troublesome. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, is he, is I mean, he just yeah, that I mean, bad at it? Or... He could take on the entire Sinister Six at one time. <laughs> and he struggled with just Doc, Doc Ock. 
think by the end of that franchise, he's the most, he's the strongest of the three Spider-Men. That's because he only had, that's because he had three movies. That's very true. <laughs> if Andrew Garfield had another movie, he might be the stronger one. That, and I think Toby was the oldest. But we'll never know. <laughs> It'd be fun if they did bring him back as like, an, like Spider-Man like 2099 or something. Just include him still. <laughs> if Sony really wants to go through that Spider-Man franchise and spinoffs, it'd be really funny if they brought Andrew Garfield back as some alternate version of Spider-Man. I mean, that way you could have Spider-Man in your Venom yeah. movies without fucking with Marvel. Yeah. Um. Shit. I don't really know where to go with this one. My my gut is telling me Andrew Garfield, but I feel like I'm in a, I'm in the minority. I don't know. I like your reach concept, though. He's got reach on him. But, like I said, though, Toby could take a punch. I mean, he gets the shit kick out of him. I mean, he really yeah. does. Like, he's going to eat the punch and then use it to close distance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I guess you're right. I think Garfield's a little bit tall and lanky, so he doesn't have the weight to throw around. Toby's probably got a little bit more weight to throw behind punches. He's got lower center gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he also has better form, just in general. Like, he knows his body better. He's more he's more in touch with his white webby fluid. <laughs> I mean, coming back to that though, you're you're bringing me you're you're convincing me for Toby Maguire, and plus, since he has infinite white spider liquid, I, there's a good chance. I I feel like that that might be the way to go. I think yeah, because then it comes down to even if they don't get in close range, where Toby Maguire, I believe, has the obvious advantage. He also has the advantage at range. Right. This is this is classic like. Win win yeah, Toby Maguire. But but what, let's put in the the, the shooters again though, because couldn't Andrew Garfield change his shooters and like how they shot? I think couldn't he? But and Andrew and or, yeah, Andrew Garfield could do that. Toby Maguire could not. So if he wanted to shoot some like little web balls, no, web... Maguire did that too. Did he? Yeah. the The first encounter with uh, Harry Osborn's Green Goblin. At the opening of Spider-Man 3, he shoots... Oh, shit, battle. you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so never mind. Okay, well, all right, then. I guess we're worse Toby Maguire. Clean sweep. All right. Tom Maguire, Spider-Man it is. I was going to throw in the um, like the 1970s Japanese Spider-Man, but I didn't think anybody knew. I figured you might know, Ian. Uh, of course. Uh, Spider-Man Jap- son. Japanese Spider-Man? Spider-Man son. Very Spider-Man famous. son. <laughs> I vaguely remember what that Spider-Man looks like, but I know nothing about that Spider-Man. Oh, it was so bad and hokey. It was, it was real bad. He had, like, the reflective lenses, right, for the costume? They were, like, silver? Yeah. He looked so cool. <laughs> really? There you go. He had Halloween pioneer. costume this year. Oh, uh, I'm already... <laughs> I already got a good costume. I, I don't know if I want to continue this line of questioning or not. Uh, I'm sure I'll be back on closer to Halloween. I'll demonstrate. Why would you demonstrate on an audio podcast? I only do visual jokes on this show. <laughs> Alright, uh, so moving on. Uh, I have a second battle uh, from another guest that's been on before, from Eric Beresford. Woo! Uh, he's given us a giant robot battle. So we have the Megazord from Power Rangers. This is the original Mighty Morphin Megazord. Voltron, Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim, and a specific Gundam, the Wing Gundam Zero, which I had to look up because I didn't know anything about that one. 
Oh boy, that's a tough call there. Uh, so those four fight it out. Okay, so real quick, is um <clears throat> the Zor the the, the 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 Power Rangers one whatever is it fully formed? Or are we talking five separate Dino parts to start? Fully formed. Okay. I think all of them would be like even Voltron fully formed. Well, Voltron doesn't. Take Voltron's really the long. defender of the universe. So is it is that who you're saying you're already rationalizing? No. That's the one that comes out. No. I uh, you that 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 whole Gundam Wing one. That's that's. I got I got to rule out Gypsy Danger, just because Gypsy Danger's slow unless he decides to go kamikaze and blow up like just detonate his nuclear core. Right. Yeah, I think at first it sounded like a good idea, and then like looking at the other fighters like Voltron and Gundam and the, the Megazord, all of them move pretty good for being as big as they are. Yeah. You watch Pacific Rim with the the Jaegers, and they're all very slow, lumbering things, so I don't think they have the speed to keep up with a lot of these things. Plus, everybody else seems to fly, almost. That, well, I guess the Megazord doesn't. Then they have the very obvious drawback of having, like, psychological problems that could very much affect them. Everyone else is much more happy, go lucky, and doesn't have to worry about getting their mind broken at any second. <laughs> There's that, yeah, you have to, yeah. It's class. It's just like Decker. There's too much psychological ga- gameplay here for them to be that effective <clears throat> in this. All right, so Gypsy Danger goes down. I'm thinking Gypsy Danger is out. All right, so just we're left because, with just because just sheer speed and weaponry. Because I mean, really, he's only they only have that. Um, they got a couple. They got what some rocket launchers maybe on that, but they really only have that like pulse. They pull a sword out of nowhere at some point, don't they? Yeah, he has a sword, but that's that's close range though. But I'm talking like long range because everybody else got long range stuff. That's true. Yeah. Because um, the, all they had was that this like they, what the hand kind of turned into like a pulse punch kind of can yeah. I don't know if it was like a, I don't know if it actually shot or not by the way I fucking love that movie I don't know why oh, I could watch that fantastic. I can, I can watch that all the time I'm waiting for the trailer for the next one that'll yeah. be the one we talk about okay so um, as much as I don't want to say Gypsy Danger's down Gypsy Danger's down and even like more to Ian's point like if one of these other sword wielding mechs cuts off their arm, suddenly that's like half of Gypsy Danger's psyche that goes out the window because that person's freaking out and then they disconnect yeah. and they're immobile yeah, yeah. Like they, unlike all yeah. the other ones, they can't afford to lose anything. That's true. So they're the, there's the, easy, the easiest to damage, and probably the slowest. So they're going to be easily hit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think yeah, that's the first one down. I'm going to say have to say Gundam, Gundam, and Voltron are definitely the fastest. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I think they... by, I watched. I tried to look up something for the Megazord, and the freaking Megazord, like they. Maybe just because it's probably the TV show and like they need to do something different every week, but the Megazord just does some random stupid shit that you'd never remember it does. <laughs> like it shoots lasers out of its head, yeah. which I don't remember at all. It's got a little random factor, I guess. Yeah, it it just does whatever the like the writers need it to do. So it could probably pull out any type of weapon to counteract something else that like we've never seen before. Hmm. It doesn't fly, right? I don't remember it flying. Mm-mm. I don't think it can fly. Not the first, not the original Megazord. Right. I don't think so. So, so I, I, I think just because that on the on the Megazord. I, yeah, I think I think just be just because the Megazord's grounded. I think I I think uh, Gundam and Voltron have the edge because of that. But the Megazord. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say Megazord's next. He has the tank mode though, and not only does he use his two main cannons. All of the Zord eyes can shoot out beams in tank mode. 
But does that help against things that are flying around it? I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, there could be anti-aircraft beams. I don't know. They never actually used tank <laughs> mode in the show. Beams. It was only a part of the transformation <laughs> sequence. <laughs> I mean, I guess going with the logic that the thing could do whatever really they wanted it to do, then yeah, we could say, yeah, there's anti-air there, sure. I think it's very easy to make that argument that it's a... Well, okay, so what we got, I need to clarify one thing, though. Are we, are we talking new Voltron, or are we talking 1984-86 Voltron? I mean, it's the same Voltron, right? Do they no. do different things? <laughs> they do different things. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eric didn't specify, so you. I'll let you make the call which one you'd rather see well, in this cause, fight. Because new Voltron has a bunch of little bit more gadgets that they can attach, whereas... Old Voltron really did not have that in robot form. They basically had the sword and, like, the, the lines can, like, breathe fire and shit like that. That was about it. So they didn't really have any long-range guns like the new Voltron does. Yeah, I guess the new one fires, like, laser beams out of the out of the. When it has, like, and it can, like, have that, like, cannon on its pack from, what is uh, it, yeah, yeah. the yellow line, I think. Yeah. So, I mean... Since everybody's probably not so familiar with the original Voltron, well, I guess we'll just play with the, the new Voltron. Okay. I, I mean, look at it. the Gundam. The Gundam's pretty decked out too. The Gundam's badass. Oh, yes. I, I'm going. My my personal opinion, as much as I love Voltron, I'm going to go with 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 the Gundam just because Gundam's got the the big ass double fucking bazooka cannon thing that he carries around. That's just like bad and then he's got his then <laughs> he's got a lightsaber so i mean win for him yeah uh ian you want to chime in well of course i'm going with the gundam the, the gundam wing because he's piloted, that japanese shit piloted by hero yui the perfect soldier yeah. the ultimate badass the greatest character in the gundam series we're not talking about one lightsaber he has two that's right he's got two in how that many thing. does voltron have none Checkmate, <laughs> Voltron. Blazing sword. Does does Gundam defend the universe too, or is that just Voltron? He doesn't defend just jack Voltron. shit. He defends the line. The thin red line separating us from them. <laughs> and kills anybody in between. <laughs> or on it. It does not matter where they fall on that line. He kills. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sort of with Mike. I, I like Voltron. I feel like Voltron would probably be the last one standing with Gundam. But even just, like, I don't know too much about Gundam, but even just looking up this suit to see what the hell it did, I think I'm with you guys. It's It looks pretty stacked. I think the final oh, man, the you, gotta, you gotta watch the Gundam Wing series, because oh, yeah. that probably is one of the best Gundam series out there. Like, What year was that? How long ago was that? 90s. Oh, okay. okay. It, was, it was on Toonami. That's how I got into it. It was uh, on right, being right. on Toonami. Oh, I miss Toonami. It's, yeah. it's on. It still exists. It still Every exists. Every Saturday. Does it? Saturday nights, Dragon Ball Z. Shit. Samurai Jack. Oh, see, I don't watch Dragon Ball. All right. Uh, so I think we're going the Gundam. I gotta go with the Gundam. Yeah. I think it's the only one that has an actual full-sized real-world version of it. So wait, did someone made that? Yeah, it's in Japan. You can see it. They do shows and stuff. It's not Gundam. It it, that's move. not Gundam Wing, though. That's yeah. Gundam. That's Gundam. Double seven or whatever, double seventy-eight or whatever the hell it yeah, is. Yeah, it's not the same. Like the original though. Gundam. That's the original Gundam. No one made a, a full life-size Megazord. No version. No full-size <laughs> Voltron. No full-size Gypsy Danger. 
fair point sure i can't argue that one one or the other well then i think too that the because because the gundam pilot is such a like just laser focused soldier the other the, the rest of voltron if if he takes let's say he takes out like pidge you know everybody else is going to be all ooh boo hoo pidge is dead <laughs> this this guy's going to keep fucking memming through him he don't give a fuck he does not care i mean as as much as I don't want to see Voltron lose, because I do love me some Voltron, I got I, Gun, Gundam. Gundam's gonna win. Point taken. All right, so we're moving moving Gundam on. Uh, all right, so we're at about the forty minute mark. I think we're getting to close to forty. Do we want to try to fit one more in, or just go to the final battle and yeah, fit it? Fit one more in. We're good. Uh, Ian, you get another <laughs> one. Yes, I do. Oh God. Uh, maybe I should have checked with you, Mike. He said he only <laughs> had one. I knew where this was going. <laughs> so, once again, we delve into anime. And as we all know, I'm a fan of the Monster Girls. I like my Slime Girls. I like my Rachne Girls. I like my Harpy Girls. So, of course, with this one, we're going with Best Warrior. So, we have first appearing Conan the Barbarian. A new okay. challenger appears. It's Red Sonia. Bringing up the third contestant, it's Link from Legend of Link. And fourth and finally, a name dropped a moments ago, Samurai Jack. Oh. Ooh. I I have to say, I think this is your best fight yet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The bar is so Anything high. Anything you throw a Samurai Jack in. <laughs> oh, I forgot fifth. It's um the wizard from the Wizcord Wars. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if you remember, he briefly touches a wooden sword in the movie. <laughs> God. Alright, so the whiz from the wizard is out. We're Damn. just gonna roll around. <laughs> no one can make his gun <laughs> real this time. <laughs> you can keep trying, it's not gonna happen. Um Oh, alright. Say it's you know my gut reaction is Samurai Jack. Yes. Because he does some crazy shit. Of course. And he fights robots. He fights everything. A Scotsman. And he beats when it all with just Kung a sword. Fu Panda in there, too, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you throw He-Man and She-Ra in there, too, while you're at it? <laughs> Fucking throw Lino in there, too. Thundercats, ho! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, are we actually adding those? Because I'm trying to... No, I'm not, no, I'm not adding those. <laughs> but it just it just gave me a like a it just gave me a new idea for one. Save it, yeah, save it for next Warriors one. Warriors of Saturday morning television. That's that's basically <laughs> it. Like like give me like war like old school eighties team ups. GI Joe versus Thundercats versus. Truth be told, Eric had another idea Man. for one, but he was just naming TV shows, and I was like, I need characters, so he's gonna narrow that down for me, and try to come with something similar like that. Uh, all right, so we got Conan, Red Sonia, Link, Samurai Jack. What do we think? Okay, so I, I think Link is Link's probably... a little bitch. True, he's the weakest Are one. We, uh, I believe young Link or weakest adult Link. Link. <laughs> it really doesn't matter, Brian. Here, I'm gonna go with an adult Link. You can pick any version, really. But his basis mostly comes down to like all of his enemies are dumb as shit. <laughs> And he just rolls around dodging, just rolling constantly like he's playing fucking Dark Souls. And that, that's really where you get the basis of Link as a character. So I think if you pit him one-on-one against any of the others, he's out. 
And I think that's what's going to happen immediately is it's going to turn into two separate one-on-ones with Samurai Jack fighting Link and Conan and Red Sonja going at it. Okay. Samurai Jack, Master Swordsman, Defeater of Evil, Taker of All Comers, is going to wreck Link so hard he's going to wish <laughs> it was his fucking mess game and he couldn't feel pain. He couldn't express pain because there weren't enough pixels. Samurai Jack would slice him. Just slice him. Slice! He would say, slice! And it's over. It's done. Link is done. What do you think? What do you think Conan and Red Sonya would team up because they kind of like know of each other? Not only do they know of each other, they hate each other. They love each other. I think the big thing with those two is they would be too busy trying to prove they were the true, real best warrior of Hyberian. Ah, good call. Good call. You know what? You really think this shit out. <laughs> That's why I came up with the Mumble Mumble Jam. The wait, you changed the name again. What, what is it? The Lumpy Dumpy Jam. Look, no, I can't keep track of your fucking name changes. You know that jam. That, yeah, that it's all it's all the jam. None of that big jam. So of course the Zumble Lumble Jam. We know that Conan and Red Sonja are going to be going at it fiercely, and I believe nowadays Chumbawamba Jam. <laughs> I think more modern day Red Sonja has become a better warrior, more than she was in her prime pulpy era. She's more of a complete fighter. They've given her a lot more to work with, just not in mar the marital arts. Martial arts, mar marital. That's a sex is common, <laughs> and you should really watch your behavior. <laughs> she enjoys a good stink, and that, you know, really building up that stink and drinking. And I, I, I believe she could take on Conan, because Conan is a, even modern Conan, I believe, is still really part of that pulpy era. Where he's going to overlook Sonya merely because she's a woman. And I think that's when she gets in there and she gets that strike. One of Sonya's greatest strengths is when other characters underestimate her. And I think Conan is not only willing to do that, he's more than happy to oblige her and take the sword to the throat. So you're saying Red Sonya wins between Conan and her? It's a, it's a tough fight. Conan relaxes because he's like, well, I'm starting to feel tired. So this woman has nothing left in the tank. And that is when she strikes like the Viper, Randy Orton, and takes him out. I mean, it's hard to go against your logic there. Thank you. It really is. So, uh, All right, so that leaves what? Red Sonya and Samurai Jack, yeah, then? Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Red Sonya's got to be spent, though. Samurai Jack probably didn't even have Did to exert any energy. He's just standing there. So Sam yeah, he just kind of just looked at Link and said, "You're dead." That's basically how it Link went out. just rolled over. So I think the if we're we're taking this in, we gotta we gotta factor these kind of things in. So Samurai Jack is also pretty well known for his speed. He's a very fast character. Red Sonia is like fast, but she's not known as like a speed fighter. She's a, she's a brawn brawny fighter, and I think that's where Samurai Jack takes advantage with his speed, being able to get in and out with his katana and slicing and dicing. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Japanese katanas are folded a thousand times with pure Nippon steel. Now, you might be saying, <laughs> this, is, this is very true. They, That's actually accurate. They folded a thousand times because it was very poor steel and it was really brittle and that was the only reason they folded it. Nay, sir. They did it because it makes the best Japanese steel. And with that katana that he wields in the future and the past and the present as we are standing here today, he strikes hard at the deepest, reddest, Baddest warrior on the planet. It takes her down and covers her in a new red. Samurai Jack is our last man standing. 
I, I can't tell if you like actually wrote the steps out beforehand or if you're just winging this as you go. Does it really look like I'm reading? Does it look like I can read? I can't. A, a little bit. A little bit. You're definitely looking at something on your screen. Looking at you. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, my gut reaction is Samurai Jack. So I, I that's where I was leaning to. Just, I mean, you watch the cartoon with him, and he just slices through everything. So I mean, I like, feel like a lot at one time. In his way, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm I'm in with Samurai Jack too. All right, so we got Samurai Jack moving on, which brings us to the final fight with all of our winners. So, out of the five fights we did, we have Han Solo, Merlin. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, <laughs> Gundam Wing Zero, and Samurai Jack. Gundam Wing Zero. <laughs> I mean, it's a fucking big giant robot <laughs> that can fly away. <laughs> I feel like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the first one to go. He has zero chance. Not sure yeah. why he showed up. You should have stayed home. Listen to some emo <laughs> music. Hey. We go back to like Transformer comics and like back in the eighties. Spider Man did take down Megatron at one point, so I mean he has ability to fight robots. That happened in a comic. Yeah, go look at trans the, the Transformers comics number issue number three. They actually crossed over with Marvel. Yes, it was a Marvel comic. Transformers originally uh, was a Marvel comic. See, I didn't know that. How about that? So you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure it's sitting <laughs> right there. <laughs> it was black suit Spider-Man, though. So I mean, you gotta you gotta remember this is symbiote suit Spider-Man. This is right around the Secret Secret Wars era. So he was stronger, faster. He just swung around Megatron a couple times with webs. So, I mean, that was so like it. how you would take down an AT-AT. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just stole that. Or scene. Giant Man. <laughs> or Giant Man. It all comes back around. <clears throat> So I, I kind of, kind of gonna win. I think the key here is Merlin is completely <clears throat> magical, and he, I, I think, mean, in an unprecedented move for the Bumble Mumble Jam, he resurrects Corey Woods, the wizard from the list, <laughs> <laughs> armed with his magic dog, with the power glove, power glove, and a real light gun, and with his new real Nintendo light gun, he can now battle the Gundam. For he is more than meets the eye. He is Corey Woods, the wizard from Woods. You know what? I don't even fucking care anymore. Sure. Let's throw that in there. Let's let it happen. <laughs> Woo! Let's give, let's give Ian his moment. Okay. So immediately what happens is Corey Woods gets ready to blast one off. Spider-Man takes him out. It's, it's out of the blue. Everyone's a little stunned because why would you ask your friend fucking Savage? He's clearly a non-object. So as Spider-Man suffocates him by just literally, he just puts a web on his mouth, and Fred Savage is too focused on video games to realize he can breathe through his nose, and that's how he dies. He <laughs> dies because his mouth is covered with web. So you get him to be resurrected just so he can be killed off as the first person in the I had battle. to get like five more wizards in for my sponsorship. <laughs> so, and then I think it devolves into Spider-Man's dead. I don't care which one kills him. All of them could. All of them at the same time, maybe. <laughs> doesn't matter so now we're in a fatal three-way and i think there's one character that has experience not only fighting robots and magic that's samurai jack the other two have no experience with dealing with these types of threats 
was going to say, don't underestimate Samurai Jack, because, again, he sliced through everything. Dude, Gundam has that big fucking cannon, hand cannon thing. There's got to be, like, a, one he... of the cartoons where Samurai Jack blocks some sort of attack or laser beam or something like that with his sword. That, 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 those guns that he has can take out a freaking colony in space. It's, that, it's not, they're not going to live. <laughs> he just goes pow, pew pew, and done. Game over. It sounds so big and beefy when you go pew pew. I mean, that's really what it is. Okay, pew pew. Okay, <laughs> you drag it out a little bit. Well, I think that's when Merlin steps back in as a real contestant here, levitating the Gundam, un- making him unable to really get a clean shot off. He can't aim those anymore. They're going wherever he can't. He can't point and shoot now. He might be able to destroy the whole. And he just fucking steps on, on him. He's, mean... he's levitating. He can't step. He's in the air. He can't step no more. He's floating. Then Hero Yui comes out of the freaking Gundam and kills him with it with a pistol. Bam. I think Samurai Jack can deflect a mere human bullet. Samurai Jack's already dead because he got blown away by the big cannon. <laughs> I just kind of want to let you guys keep going and see where this goes. <laughs> I, I believe the power of magic just gives Merlin that innate, undenying ability to survive and exist as a, as a real true hero of mine. As you all know, how far does magic travel? Because like, all everywhere, it's all around like, us, baby. Everywhere there's magic. Could be like a mile, like he could be so far away that that he don't even see him, and Gundam just goes pew pew from a, from a three miles away and dead. <laughs> I like the sound effects you're adding. It's. Lending to the to the scenario here. Conjurer's the fleck jacket is, and he's still alive. Merlin is the ultimate wizardry badass, and he, with his wizarding wand, pew, that's it. He just he just gave him a heart attack. Huey's dead. Now, can the Gundam pilot itself? Maybe. Maybe his limp, dead, bloating body is now making the Gundam charge forward, and Merlin, in an act of. Pure stupor of victory is no longer paying attention and now gets stepped on by the Gundam. Sure, Merlin loses. But Merlin's taking <laughs> out Hero Yui. That's how I'm going to... I mean, it all depends on how much of that, uh, that meat he drank. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've come to a consensus that it's Merlin versus the Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird fucking scenario. <laughs> Uh, what if Samurai it. Jack um, takes out Merlin before the Gundam? Samurai Jack knows how to deal with magic. True, but I think he also goes after the more the the bigger threat. He knows that. I think. Yeah, I don't like, see Samurai Jack worrying about all going after that. Well, because if they if they don't team up at least to try and fight the Gundam, they have no chance one on one versus the Gundam. Well, Merlin does clearly because he is the superior. <laughs> but Samurai Jack has no real chance against the Gundam one on one. Like, he's either going to avoid the cannons and then lose to a lightsaber, or he's going to lose to a lightsaber. And a, you know, it's, he, he's never fought okay. the lightsaber. That's that's the one knock on Jack. So the thing we're trying to figure out is everyone remaining, do they team up against the Gundam Again, and take Gundam it out? Gundam just pulls out his big old can <laughs> and goes pew pew, dead. <laughs> yeah, it is hard to argue against the big cannon. It's two of them. There's two big ones that come together to form one giant one. This yeah. is like somehow me right. harder than me trying to convince you that Dr. Manhattan could lose. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Gundam. I think, I think it's my, 
I'm going to have to go with Mike on this yeah, one. Gundam wins. All right, there's our winner for the second Rumble Dumble Jam. I did it twice this time. I'm pretty proud of myself. How much did you practice, like, in the shower today? You don't want to know. <laughs> um, you just covered so... that white spider liquid going, Rumble Mumble Jam. No, there's no... Sp- no, we're not going to... Moving on. We're... <laughs> Uh, all right, so there's our second uh, little few couple battles we did. We did what five? Yeah. Six. So that's not yeah. So out of the five, we're thinking the uh, Gundam Wing Zero will be the final left or last man standing out of this whole thing. See if you agree. If uh, you listen and you'd rather voice your opinion, <clears throat> feel free to comment on the Facebook page once this is posted or tweet us any of the good stuff. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook, search Brygana Super Friends, or go to facebook.com slash Brygana Super Friends. Or you can send your opinions and comments of this episode. Uh, you can email us, Friends at gmail.com, or tweet us at Friends on Twitter. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please stop by iTunes and wherever else you listen. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Share, subscribe, favorite the show, pass this along to anyone else that may be listening, just so we can get someone besides Josh to listen to the show. And on behalf of Mike, Ian, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. So once again, I'm here to plug a little thing. It's Halloween time and you need some discount Halloween supplies. So check out discounthalloweensupplies.com or if you use the promo code Ian, you'll get 10% off your order. And as you're looking for discount Halloween supplies, what are you always thinking about? Everyone always has cobwebs up. So you need discount cobwebs. So we spell, we sell our own brand, hashtag white spider liquid cobwebs. So we need that white spider liquid to really cover your house in the goop and make it look all sticky. Come to discounthalloweensupplies.com. Yeah, there's no guarantee that's making it. (laughs) It's a long way to go for a white spider liquid joke, I'm just saying.